every episode of Final Space. 23 fans, storyboard artists, producers, composers, animators, designers, voice actors. Welcome to Volume 3 of the Into Final Space Podcast, hosted by Gabe Jones. Welcome to the very last episode of the Into Final Space Podcast, Volume 3. I'm Gabe Jones. This has been a super, super exciting season. I'm so glad to have gone through all this with you guys. Uh, This is a super exciting episode as well. Uh, Of course, we're welcoming our second voice actor ever to the show. Uh, Super exciting. Um, Before the big reveal, but of course you already know who it is. You read the title of the episode. Our friend Trexian today is another Final Space friend of mine, Braden Gilman, who you probably know runs the Final Space Facts account on Instagram and puts a lot of great stuff out there. So go follow him. And now I am super excited to welcome the voice of our season three villain, Invictus, and various other roles in Final Space. Uh, she's incredible, well known for voicing Hera in Star Wars Rebels, Erwin in the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, as well as several other DC, Marvel, etc. She's awesome. I'm proud to welcome Vanessa Marshall to the Into Final Space podcast. All right, we are here with Vanessa Marshall today, as well as our guest fan, Trixie and Braden. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Excellent. Thank Great. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you both for, for joining me on the show today. Um, if you both just want to give a, a little short introduction uh, about yourselves, tell us who you are, what you what you do, uh, starting with you, Vanessa. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Invictus on Final Space. Uh, I'm a voiceover actress and um, been in a few things, uh, Star Wars Rebels and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and played Wonder Woman in a few DC animated films. And uh, Invictus is one of my favorite roles ever because it's such a departure from all those uh, female superheroes. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of it and uh, very grateful that you asked me to come join the show. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brayden, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in the Fantrexing community. Yeah, sure. So my name is Brayden Gilman. I run the Final Space Facts Instagram account. Currently, we just reached over 500 followers. And I just try to give some facts about the show, maybe some things that people didn't know. They generally take people by surprise when they see them. And I uh, try to incorporate some little fun things like... Uh, doing episode descriptions or putting in my favorite quotes from each episode, stuff like that. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. So I'm just kind of here to moderate and throw in some stuff. Uh, I'm going to give Braden the floor uh, with a few questions that he has. So uh, go ahead with your, with your first question. All right. So uh, the first question I have is about your role as Invictus. I'm curious what made you want the role as the show's main antagonist and what's going to happen the next season, like how it's going to be affected. Well, I'm not allowed to say how it's going to be next season, uh, obviously, because I, I signed a <laughs> yeah. non-disclosure agreement. But um, I actually, uh, when I went into audition for Final Space, uh, they had me reading for Cheryl, the mom, and um, they also needed to find the villain. 
And so they said to certain actresses who were waiting in the lobby, do you have any ideas what the villain might sound like? And, uh, you know, I've always wanted to talk like this. <laughs> and uh, I thought, you know, somewhere there's there's going to be some use for that sound because, you know, it's got to go somewhere. Right. And, and I saw the name Invictus on the page and I said, yeah, I have an idea. Let me try something. And I went in there. <laughs> I went in and I read it. And I don't know if I scared them or I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure because I'm not I don't know if any female talks like that in general, uh, you know, or any human for that matter. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> where. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, but that's something I used to freak my friends out uh, when I was a kid. I would call them and I'd say, are you home alone or whatever? <laughs> you know, so I was just kidding around. And uh, who knew that it would actually become something useful in this world? <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, so when I got the call that they went with me for Invictus, I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I was so grateful. And, um, yeah, I, I uh, have worked with um, David before. Uh, David Sachs worked on um, Pig, Goat, Banana, Cricket. And I played Merriweather Pizza Gut the uh, news reporter on that Nickelodeon cartoon. And so I'm a huge fan of uh, David's work and uh, the tick as well. But um, yeah, I uh, was thrilled to be able to work with him again. And um, it's just been so much fun. And the cool thing about that voice is that it's so, I mean, it transcends gender. It's just outside the bounds of everything, which is really thrilling. So um, I guess it's just pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah, and of course we've only really gotten, you know, kind of glimpses of that voice so far. Um, just yeah. from what we've gleaned from season two. Um, but you know, that first introduction is is <laughs> kind of frightening. Like what what's oh, this like, well, and you're right, is this that, that kind of unspeakable well, evil force? Yeah, we had a screening, right? And I'd never heard it. And I think I said a bad word when I heard it. <laughs> I said like, oh, you know, shit. You know, I said something out loud, but it, it was in the theater, right? And and there were, you know, other people there. And of course it's my voice, but it was terrifying. And I said, oh, S-H-I-T, you know, out loud. And, um, <laughs> and the theater was silent and I just kind of sunk in my chair like, okay, whoops. <laughs> I used my outside voice on that, but it was so scary. I couldn't even help myself. It was terrifying. Yeah. You know, with the music. Super excited. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, super excited to see that next season. Uh, Braden, your uh, your next question, I think, is also about the uh, the Invictus voice. Yeah. <laughs> she also kind of answered the question with what she just said. My question was just basically on how did you decide on Invictus's voice? Uh, yeah, well, like I said, it was uh, just making use of something that I had stored away from my childhood, um, you know, pulling pranks on friends of mine or whatever. And um, I just when they I mean, I just read that name Invictus and the sound came to me and I thought, oh, maybe that's a fit. So um, I was really grateful that it, in fact, was. Um, but man, when they put it together with the music and the color and the all the sounds, the the collective experience of it it's really um pretty powerful 
Um, and it's almost like nothing that I actually did in the recording session to a certain extent. Like it's just the overall experience of it is, um, probably even more frightening than listening to it live. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was there any, uh, just kind of based off that, uh, like specific directions when you were recording that, you know, kind of changed what you already had in mind, uh, of what this character was? No, uh, they pretty much said, just do your thing. And, uh, <laughs> and I did, I found that, um, the character seemed more frightening, the more slowly it spoke. So if it rushed through the lines, it's, it didn't sound, it sounded like a, I don't know, like Yoda's uncle or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, like drunk uncle. But, uh, if you slow it down, it, it actually is really eerie. And, um, so I tried to kind of stay in that range as we moved forward. Yeah. Very cool. But, and then of course, when characters get possessed, I got to speak as avocado and as Gary, um, they recorded their lines and then they layered my saying of those lines on top of theirs, you know, to create that effect of them being, uh, possessed. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. And that, since this this also kind of dives just a, a bit into you know what you do generally on Final Space, but also uh, this is based off the last episode of season two, uh, Six Key. So mm-hmm. you know we had those uh, those moments of uh, Invictus possessed avocado uh, attacking the the crew right there at the end. Um, just create some some really cool scenes um, and just just really great uh, voice acting by both you and Cody. Oh yeah, he's great. What a great guy. <laughs> he's really sweet. Yeah, you know, it's you know, when you come into a show that's been going for a while and I was a fan of the show before I was a part of it. Um when you come in, you just never know what it's going to be like. You know what I mean? Like they've already established a family of sorts and, you know, it's sort of like uh you're coming in halfway through and uh they were all just so cool and really welcoming and kind and, uh, hilarious. And, uh, you know, it was just like, it was like being invited to a party that was already going on and you just like sort of fit right in. So, um, they made it really fun to, to play around and discover stuff. So I was, I was grateful for that. And Cody, yeah, I, uh, he was a huge part of that. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's definitely the, the first out there with the handshake and, <laughs> greeting everybody and he's always just always smiling yeah exactly yeah uh brayden do you have uh, another question yeah sure okay so this is more about the voice acting that you do so Mm -hmm. how do you decide to portray the characters that you play in each role and is there any like fun quirks that you add to the character later after you've played them um, I, it depends on the genre. Um, if it's a, a DC character, uh, I, I'll do a ton of research. If it's a Marvel character, I'll do a ton of research. Um, if it's a Lucasfilm character, I'll do a ton of research. Uh, if it's something that has never occurred in any narrative before, then I kind of dive in and, and, uh, ask myself all kinds of questions as to their origin story and, um, what might sort of motivate them. And, uh, you know, how does that manifest vocally? 
and spiritually, uh, you know, to create the soundscape. And then I, I really focus on whatever the choices are, the acting choices within the scene that I happen to be in, you know, what does the character want? Why, what, you know, how are they going to get it? You know, those things, very uh, basic acting questions and um, dealing with issues of subtext. And um, I've taken a number of animation classes, so I have quite a few tools. Um, I took a class with Pat Fraley and uh, he always taught me, if you don't know what a character should sound like, he said, uh, think of people that you imitate, you know, when you're telling a story and you imitate someone's voice, or maybe you don't, but I do that all the time. Um, and, uh, he said, do your worst celebrity impression of, you know, I don't know, Ariana Grande, and then do a version of Ariana Grande meets your grandmother or whoever you, you know, make fun. I don't know, whatever, you know, you do someone else's voice like do you do your horrible celebrity impersonation and create a hybrid character and no one will know what the heck is going on but you will have a very specific choice <laughs> and uh so sometimes it's fun to kind of play around with stuff like that um and uh many of the characters that i've uh booked have been based on people that i know meaning uh people that i've imitated before um, I had a friend who would always say, uh, hello. And for when I auditioned for Irwin in the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy, I thought of him. So, uh, when I did Billy's voice, I was like, uh, hello, what's up, yo? Um, and then, uh, for Mary Jane, uh, there's another friend of mine who talks like this. And so, you know, he says, face it, tiger, you just hit the jackpot. I basically imitated her and then got that job. So sometimes, uh, you know, if a character reminds you of someone that, you know, it automatically lends itself to a kind of specificity that is helpful for the listener. Because if you know that person inside and out, when you speak like them, the listener believes you because that is a well-rounded, full thought out human with a life experience that is, um, engaging. So, um, there, there, there are all kinds of ways to, uh, get into and play around with, uh, different characters. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's see. So, uh, I'm sure you get asked this question a whole lot, but what made you want to go into voice acting? Well, um, as I said, I, I, when I tell people stories, I tend to, uh, create voices to let you under, to help you better understand the story that I'm telling. So I've always done that my whole life. Um, I guess I mimic people or imitate them or whatever. And I'm not, I sincerely do that. Um, and so I think it's sort of a, a natural ability, uh, in terms of how I communicate in general um, and when I created a one woman show, uh, I wrote a play in which I, uh, portrayed about, I think 12 to 15 characters. I can't remember exactly, but, um, I interacted with myself, uh, with previously recorded footage of myself. So it was, it was easy to, you know, communicate as these different characters. 
And uh, in a weird way, I guess it was sort of like an SNL sketch. It was about a 45 minute show and um, an animation agent, uh, voiceover agent saw me and it, and uh, I was asking them about animation and they said, you know, you, you might want to try it because you obviously have all these random voices that you do in these very strange comedic characters. Why don't you come into the voiceover agency and I will give you uh, some voiceover copy to try and we'll see if you actually can do it in front of a microphone. And so I went in and I tried out and I've been with them ever since. Um, and it was just a really good fit. Uh, there's something about uh, the invisibility of voice acting as compared to uh, the high visibility of an on-camera career. Uh, I love that I get to play Irwin and Black Widow and um, even Invictus, you know, and no one knows who I am, really. Um, I'm not much of a celebrity. If, if I go to Comic-Con, people will be like, hey, you know, there's a very small segment of the population for whom I am like, oh, wow, look, it's, you know, but otherwise at the supermarket and especially living in Los Angeles, literally no one cares about the world of voiceover, like very, very little. And that works for me in the sense that um, uh, I don't particularly want to have a life that's on blast, you know, where people are, you know, the paparazzi and all those things that, that, uh, people who have on camera careers have to deal with. I know it's part of the job. It's what they sign up for. Uh, my mom was actually on Knott's Landing in Dallas, um, which were nighttime soap opera shows, uh, you know, back when I was in high school. And uh, my mom was on this show for 13 years. And anytime she went to the supermarket, everyone would, you know, follow her, ask her for her autograph. Um, fans felt like they knew her. She had very little privacy. There was paparazzi on the front lawn. So all of that looked awful to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seemed like an invasion of privacy. But anyway, um, so I was just, it. I felt like I found my tribe when I met other voiceover actors. And uh, they were so cool and hilarious. And like sitting in a lobby with a bunch of voiceover actors, it's like, you can't believe how like everyone is William Shatner, everyone, everyone, you know, has a William Shatner and they just start doing it, you know, and it just, it goes from there. It, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Animation is just such a, an, an interesting world in itself. Um, I mean, between of course, anim animating itself and then, you know, being a voice actor, um, you know, it's, got its own sort of dynamicism to it um that's just really yeah. fun to play with on both sides of both the art and the, the acting side of it yeah 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 absolutely i'm very i feel very grateful to have discovered it it's just a good fit <laughs> yeah awesome uh brain you have one last question yeah all right so what is something that you have loved about working with the final space crew or something that you found interesting about them? Well, I love that they kind of let me do my thing. Um, you know, they, I mean, obviously they would give me direction uh, as we went along, like, oh, that needs to be faster or slower or whatever. But um, 
they, I get maybe because that voice is so obscure, they're like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, why don't you just do whatever that noise is and, uh, just say the words and, uh, that's that, you know, but, um, but I was really grateful, uh, to, to just be able to come in and, and have fun. And as dark as it gets within the narrative, um, they were just really jolly people and what a pleasure to go to work and be with people who want to be there and are really cool and kind, uh, as I said before. Um, yeah, they had like a, a rap party, uh, for season two and, uh, they had these really cool cupcakes, these final space cupcakes and, um, uh, Tom Kenny's band played, uh, and, uh, it was just like, it was, I gotta tell you, man, it was just, it was a really great night and everyone was really happy to be there. And, um, you know, you just don't always find that that's the case when you join a show that's, you know, been going on for a while. And, uh, they were, they were just celebrating and it was wonderful. Um, and then, you know, I'm grateful that we're working on the next season and, uh, it's just as much fun. Uh, we've even been able to record in the pandemic here. Um, I've been able to record stuff at my home studio and uh, they direct over the phone and I upload it and send it to them. And, you know, it continues. Luckily, they can work in their own sort of spaces and we're able to kind of shuffle it all together. So we will continue to receive content. Yay. Um, awesome. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, those guys, they, they just crack me up uh, consistently. So I guess that's what I love the most is that they're just really hilarious and, uh, you know, never, never a dull moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I'm just really happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much to Braden, of course, for uh, for joining us to ask questions. And Vanessa, thank you for, for working with me and uh, getting all this figured out and for joining us on the, on the show today. Absolutely. And uh, stay tuned for the next season because it's going to be crazy. I think you're going to like it. Buckle up. <laughs> it's going to be yes. a, a wild ride. Yet another one. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Big thanks to Braden on that one for helping me out um talking to vanessa today uh that was so much fun so thankful to be able to have her on the show thank you so much for an incredible season of the podcast i've had such an incredible time chatting with these fans and these crew members i hope you had as much fun as me on this journey and i really can't wait to see what's in store next for the podcast uh for more on the podcast you can follow at into final space on instagram and twitter and give me a follow, uh, host of the show, at Gabriel W. Jones on Instagram and Twitter as well. As always, thank you for listening. And I, of course, have to wrap it this way. I'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys. <laughs>